Sofa Sport Report. This episode is brought to you by The Last Dance, the Michael, Je- the Michael Jordan documentary. This is your host, Joe Benny, joined by Ben Klepping. And we're going to just give you our quick, you know, 15, 20 minute initial reaction to, you know, probably the hottest sports thing to drop since, you know, the coronavirus hit, you know, hit the U.S. So I'm here rocking my single A Stockton Ports Space Jam themed uh, baseball jersey, and Ben has his uh, Toon Squad official basketball jersey. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta see who it is too. Bill Murray. Bill Murray, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's actually he lives in Charleston, actually. And um, um, if you didn't know, the minor league team here, the River Dogs, they're a Yankees affiliate, and he's like a part owner of the team, so he's here all the time. I saw him at one of the games. That's badass. That's badass. It was like right after Maria and I got married. And, um, you know, we're just up in the game, just chilling, watching. And she's like, is that a famous guy down there? She's like, there's all these people crowding around this old guy. And I looked down, I'm like, Bill Murray. That's Bill Murray. Murray. <laughs> I have the jersey, man. I'm going to get him to sign it. That's my goal. It will happen. I promise you. It will happen. But I digress. When yeah. I was at, uh, when I was in single A, the low A team, you know, this, the jersey I'm wearing is high A, Stockton Ports. But when I was in low A, Bloyd Snappers, and I currently actually live in Bloyd. But when I was playing for the Bloyd Snappers, we played the Dayton Dragons in Ohio. And Dayton Dragons had this gorgeous stadium. They said actually the major – they set the baseball record, major league and minor league combined, for consecutive home sellouts. And the really? co- one of the owners, the majority owner, is Magic Johnson. Wow. Yeah. Did you see my games? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know. He could have very well have been there. Mm-hmm. But when we played them, it was just crazy because it legit was sold out. Like 25,000, 30,000 people. It felt like a big league atmosphere. They had a dragon spit out fire over the scoreboard. Um, it was freaking wild. Awesome. Yeah, it was. It was Dane, very intense. Ohio. Huh. Yeah, Dane, Ohio. You, never, you would never expect it. The, the clubhouse, the away, the away clubhouse was better than our home club clubhouse in Bloyd or any home clubhouse I've ever had in the minor leagues. Shoot. Um, so the, it was super legit. But I guess you know when you got that kind of money, you got to invite. You got to invest in minor league baseball. Why not? Yeah, Magic Johnson. What is it? We're kind of crazy. All right, so Joey, let's talk about the last dance. So. Um, tonight aired the first two episodes of a 10-series documentary about Michael Jordan, um, about, about the Chicago Bulls, their two, three-peat dynasties, um, and basically like his career in a nutshell. So this couldn't have dropped at a better time. I mean, there are no sports going on. There is nothing going on. So everybody's watching this. If you're on Twitter, like every, it's just live feeds, just it's going on and on. Everybody's tweeting about The Last Dance. So, what are your initial thoughts? Unfucking believable. I mean, I'm a '90s baby. I was born in '91, and obviously, if you're a sports fan, Michael Jordan, Babe Ruth, Wayne Gretzky, Jim Brown are probably the four names you automatically know. You just know them. And Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, put Tiger Woods in there. You just automatically know those names. And obviously, I'm more of a LeBron baby just because you know he came into the league when I was like 10 or 12, whatever the age was. And he's really all I know. You compare him; everyone compared him immediately to Michael Jordan. And then, obviously, our generation, oh, LeBron's the greatest. LeBron's the greatest because we really didn't have that Michael Jordan factor. We weren't alive in the 80s, the mid-80s, when he was dominating college, early in his career. In his second three-peat, too. Exactly. We just – we weren't old enough for it. So, you know, you hear the lore of Michael uh, Michael Jordan. um, You watch the highlights, but I don't think you get the appreciation for it. And after watching these first two episodes, I understand what everyone's saying. I mean, I don't think there's comparison. I think – Obviously, LeBron James is great. He's the best player of my, our generation by far, and he's probably the second greatest player of all time. 
at the very worst, he's the third best player of all time behind Kobe Bryant. But Michael Jordan is far and away the best player ever. Like his skill set, his determination, his mentality, his production, his championships. Um, who the fuck is better? And it's just it's these two hours. I wish I was still like playing baseball and I didn't retire because I was so motivated. I looked at my wife and I was just like, "Grab me a bat!" Like this guy's his his just mentality. Like God when he was making Michael Jordan, you know, touched him on the shoulder and said, not only am I going to give you the greatest basketball talent I've ever given anyone, I'm also going to give you the strongest mind, the killer instinct, and, like, the smarts to, to, to deal with, like, the superstardom and to continuously just be hungry to win. Because he won so much, you any normal person would be like, ah, oh, you know, you win, you win. But he just – it's like putting a line in front of a, you know, like, I don't even know, like a freaking gazelle every day. Like a lion's going to continuously eat and eat and eat. And that's what Michael Jordan did. He was that lion that continuously hunted successfully and just didn't pass off the scraps. He ate the scraps and it was just unforgettable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I was big into the comparisons for a long time, you know, with Kobe, um, rest in peace. Kobe is my favorite basketball player, watching him grow up like Kobe was my guy. Um, Obviously, I've seen LeBron over the years and always, always have loved his game, too. Didn't get to watch MJ's game, but, you know, know the stories, watch the ESPN classics, all that good stuff. Um, After Kobe passed, and I'll never forget where I was that day as well. I was with my buddies in Pittsburgh, and we were hanging out just in uh, BJ's brew house, just drinking some beers, just watching some sports. And then we, the news broke, and like it, the whole world stopped when that happened. But right when that happened, that made me basically take a vow that I'm not going to compare these greats anymore because I don't think there's any way you can compare the greatest of all time without – uh, shaming or taking down the name of somebody else. There's no way you can prop up MJ without taking shots at Kobe or taking shots at LeBron or say, you know, vice versa. So I personally think winning championships obviously is that's the goal. That's what people want. So if you're looking on an outside player or like you're, you're a kid growing up and who wants that career, who wouldn't want to be six and zero in the NBA finals and never have gone to a game seven. I don't know anybody that wouldn't want that. So, I mean, I personally, you know, what MJ's done, you know, you can't, you can't knock that. What LeBron has been doing is historic. I mean, you know, people knock him for making it to the finals and losing, but it's like he made it there. And those teams that he brought, like three of the years he went, had no business going there. That that's, that's exactly the point I was, I was just thinking about because they just, in the episode two, they brought up, you know, Michael Jordan's second playoff appearance. I think it was the second year when he just came off the broken yep. foot. Yep. He got 48 the first game, 63 the second game. And, lost. Was down, and was down 0-2. Those player of the game in both games was down 0-2. But nowadays with social media and all these, you know, so-called experts, if that was LeBron, they would still be bashing him. But yeah. Michael Jordan, you know, his greatness grows. And I'm, like I'm saying, like, obviously this is an argument for LeBron because I think mm. LeBron gets a lot of unnecessary heat where, you know, oh, yeah. he's brought teams, that have, like you said, have no business winning or being in positions to even compete for a championship. But since he loses championships and he doesn't like necessarily win the championship every year like Michael Jordan did, that's a knock on him. Yeah. I think Michael Jordan was a very, you know, he was lucky enough to be on these great teams with great players and a great coach. And obviously his greatness made yeah. him that much better. Yeah, I mean, it's – and again, you can't – like people say he couldn't win without Scotty, but it's like, I mean – 
Look at look at Kobe when Shaq left. They didn't win right away. It took a little bit. Took some repiecing. You got Bynum, Odom, Gasol, Derek Fisher still there. Then they started winning again. And like look at uh, LeBron. LeBron was there as soon as he left. Um, like he, he wasn't winning without Dwayne Wade. Um, you know, wins championships with him and Bosh. Goes to Cleveland. And when Kyrie and Kevin Love get hurt, he gets beat. Next one, he has that historic comeback from 3-1, beat, beat them. Kyrie demands a trade and leaves, and the next year they get dominated. But again, you know, Golden State added um, Durant, but it's like, okay, he couldn't win it without Kyrie. He couldn't win it without Wade. But it's like, you know, players, you don't do it by yourself. Obviously, the, great, the greatest of the greats, like, they're the guys who are leading the way. But LeBron doesn't win that title over Golden State if Kyrie doesn't hit that shot over Seth Curry. Like, it doesn't happen. And you got to think, too, like, when LeBron left the Cleveland Cavaliers, they just got fresh off, like, they just got beat by the Celtics, I believe, in the, in the conference finals. Then when he went, when, then he went over to Miami. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so that like, was when the Celtics had that big three going Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I mean, like, he was bringing teams to championships and, like, in the borderline, like, right into the cusp of championships with teams that had no business because as soon as he left, they had the first overall pick. Yeah. Then, you know, he comes I mean, back, and boom, they're right in the finals again. Then he leaves. They're back in the shitter. They're yeah. back in the shitter again. So you, it's like, yeah. so at the same time, you got to respect LeBron's greatness. But I think this documentary, I mean, just being someone that was a 90s baby and really didn't get to appreciate or understand Michael Jordan's greatness, I'm a big – and, you know, in terms of, like, other – I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Like, I love greatness. I love appreciating greatness. You know me. I'm a big Tom Brady guy. I'm a big, I'm a, you know, I'm like, I'm big Michael Jackson. You know, I just love Tom. I just love appreciating greatness. I just really love it. And mm-hmm. watching this documentary, it's like, okay, Michael Jordan's fucking goat. Like he was a fuck. Like he had the mama mentality and the championships oh, and the numbers and everything mama. and the, and everything to back it up where I think LeBron lacks a little bit of that killer instinct where like Michael Jordan says, Hey, put the game on me. I'm going to drop 60. I don't care if we win or lose. But I'm going to drop 60. Cause I know that's the best way we can win. Where LeBron's like, listen, I'll drop twenty-five, I'll have ten assists and like eight rebounds, but I don't want to be like, I'm trying not to shoulder the blame. I feel like, where Michael's like, no, I don't know, man. I mean, give me the fucking rock. I don't know why it's like we always, and again, all all the analytics and and the and the nerds online have have shown me shown me this. Um, you know, we always said Kobe and and uh, MJ had that killer instinct. But when they broke it down, the analytics for in clutch time and shots, LeBron beats both of them, Kobe and MJ. Like he has his hit more clutch time shots in big games, you know, when it was absolutely on the line, they needed to do it. So, I mean, he ha- I used to think he didn't have that killer instinct, but then when he was down 3-1 against the Golden State Warriors, that look he gave Steph Curry when he looked back at him, man, like as soon as I saw that look, I said, oh, shit, you just, you just, unlo- you just, uh, you just uh, awoken the dragon here. And he just went absolutely fucking bananas on the Warriors the rest of that series. And he, he willed them to win that. And that like that right there. And again, that was the greatest historical regular season team in history. They broke MJ's record for wins. Do I think that Warriors team would stand a chance against that, uh, um, against that Bulls team? Not in a, not, got no shot, but they did it. They had more wins. So, I mean. To your point too, I think social media and all, and all that definitely like, would Michael Jordan's allure and his greatness be as great in the social media era where everyone's looking, you have all these debate shows that are looking just to criticize because LeBron Mm -hmm. James, as great as he is, he's 
Like at his worst, he's the third best basketball player of all time. At his worst, I think, and I at think his right best, now, he's at his worst. No matter what, he's at least second. Like he's yeah, he's exactly. Like every stat, exactly. And even at his best, he's the, he's better than Jordan. But I feel like our society criticizes him so freaking much because of the social media age, all the data, everyone has an opinion. So it's almost like roles reverse. If you put LeBron back in that time and Michael Jordan, put him on those teams and put Michael Jordan and LeBron yeah, shoes, yeah. what, how would it be? You know, it's an interesting question. Obviously, it can never happen. But I agree with you. I think LeBron's great. This, this documentary has definitely given me more insight to a player that obviously I knew was great. I wore his shoes. I've worn his shoes. Everyone still wears Everyone his shoes. Everyone wears his shoes. Oh, man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Michigan. That's their, that's their, their provider. <laughs> No, he, I mean, his brand, his, I mean, he's the, probably the greatest athlete in American history. He's the most popular athlete in American history. Um, you know, it's just been you unbelievable. You can't deny his influence. Like, no. even, if you, even if you knock, say, maybe LeBron's better in, in your, you know, in someone else's mind, you can't knock um, MJ's influence. Like, what he's done with that brand and makes people pay $300 for a pair of shoes that costs, like, $5 to make. Crazy. Have people fist like dude, there were people killing each other over these shoes. First billion dollar athlete. He's the first billion dollar athlete. I mean, he yeah. he turned being an athlete into a billion dollar industry. And I mean, he's, yeah, he he's a pioneer. Yeah, yeah, he's a pioneer, man. And third, third, third overall pick. I mean, the guy wasn't even the first overall. He wasn't considered the best. I mean, Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem Olajuwon, you can't knock. He's a great no, you can't knock. You can't knock. Hakeem Olajuwon, like, he, the Rockets got the guy they needed, so. Hindsight, yeah, you probably want Jordan, but it wasn't a bad pick. The second overall no. pick, obviously, was a bad pick. I don't know who it was, but obviously that's, like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? I mean, you get a Hall of Famer first, you know, you just didn't get the one who's the best, you yeah. know, or, you know, top two, whatever, so. Um, I mean, I, I'm excited, you know, for this, this is what I'm looking forward to every Sunday now because there's nothing else going on anytime soon. So um, it's going to be exciting stuff. Uh, make sure uh, to check out our Spotify. Make sure to check out our YouTube and check out our Twitter. We're going to be doing live updates and we'll do live reactions to, um, to The Last Dance um, each week as these episodes come out. And love to just keep recapping and, and going back and forth here. So, um, Joey, yeah, anything in, uh, in closing? Yeah, I just saw the stat on Twitter. Michael oh boy. Michael Jordan had more career games than at least 50 points, which he had 30 of them. Mm-hmm. In games with 15 or fewer points, he had 29. How sick is that? He had more historically great games than, than average to below average games. Than yeah. average to below average games. That's how great that motherfucker was. Dude, I mean like that's sick. That's sick. Yeah. That's like that's like saying you as a baseball player have more three home run games than two strikeout games. That's literally yeah. like that's the equivalent. That's the equivalent. Like that's just so sick. That's crazy. That's that's insane. That's absolutely insane. I'm gonna need to I'm gonna need to decompress on this for a little bit. <laughs> and by the way, I mean we'll get more into detail probably next Sunday once we get you know episode three and four. But Jerry Krause, Job of the Hut, aka Job of the Hut, he's a dick. An absolute Space Jam makes a lot more sense now. Yes, exactly. It makes a lot more sense now. (laughs) Michael Michael Jordan's throwing shots at Jerry Krause. What a dick. You're trying to, you're trying, that guy wanted so much credit and hated the fact that Michael Jordan was taking his spotlight. He he deserved credit for assembling the team, but then his pride, like they said, his pride was the downfall because he could have kept them together and then let them go out on their own terms and then, you know, who knows? Maybe they could have won another one and Phil Jackson and everybody stayed, but it's all hearsay. We'll never know. How do you tell Phil Jackson who just won you five championships? 
this is your last year, no matter what. You can win, and I don't care. He wins it again, and they still let him go. Yeah, he wins it again. He wins a sixth, and you say, hey, Phil, bye. Well, like, who are you going to get better than that? Phil's like, not mad, though, man. Phil went to L.A., and then he won a bunch he of championships with Kobe. Like, more. what a career. You got to coach MJ and then Kobe, arguably. And Shaq, two- and Shaq. And Shaq. So Shaq was one of the most dominant figures in history. Yeah. And then, you know, breaking it down, Kobe and um, and MJ are top three. One and three. One and three. One and three. And Shaq's probably five. Shaq's probably five. A little bit lower. The, the free throws that he could not make just absolutely, you know, he had one major flaw in his game. That's why they <laughs> Shaq. We'll, we'll get into all well, that problem, later. But how problem. dominant Shaq was, was, was unparalleled. The problem and, is know, hand was like this and the basketball is like this. Like, how the hell are you supposed to shoot this? Yeah, he shot with one hand. So it's like when we get a little basketball <laughs> like, shooting around. Yeah, that? yeah. But, um, all right. So, if you don't have anything else, Joey, I'm, uh, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty good on the – yeah, I think that was a good reaction. Yeah, no, yeah. I, all I gotta say is, hey, tune in. We're gonna be doing a live uh, reaction to uh, the NFL draft, and before that, probably Wednesday night, we'll be putting out our first round mock draft, and we're actually having a little wager where all of us are gonna be dropping ten to twenty bucks. Um, we also bring in Robert, so we're bringing another guest. We're gonna be dropping in ten to twenty bucks, um, and whoever has the most accurate picks of the first round, which we're gonna be revealing to you guys Wednesday night. We'll win the you know fifty to a hundred dollars, and then Thursday we'll be doing a live reaction show during the draft. So you know, tune in, and like I said, just you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to us on Spotify, onto you know iTunes because uh, and SoundCloud because we're gonna be putting out a lot of information out there. You know, you know, breaking news, emergency press conferences. Follow us on Twitter at Sofa Sport Report because we're uh, if you saw what we did tonight with the last uh, the last dance, we dropped like seven hundred and fifty tweets. And I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, we're we're a hoot. So you know, it's fun, a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. also um, to any of our couch potatoes out there, hashtag couch potatoes. That's gonna be our following here. Um, if you guys have any topics or you know things that you'd like to discuss or even potentially jump on as a guest, um, you know, guest host on here with us, by all means, uh, shoot us a DM. Uh, if you have any of our numbers, shoot us an email, shoot us a text. However, um, we'd love to have, you know, some extra outside thoughts as we grow this. And we'd love to, you know, touch on some other topics that maybe we haven't been getting on. So um, as, the, as the brand expands, we definitely want to, you know, touch into even more, more, more sports and, and more topics. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's it. Adios, people. We'll talk to you guys Wednesday night when we do our first round of mock draft. NFL draft week. Have a great week. Have a good one. Yeah. <laughs>